Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. Welcome back to the Pod Lab, Catherine. Here we are. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. Same thank you. to you. Yeah, thank you for providing strawberries with chocolate, homemade by you. Yeah, I know. Isn't that fun? Yes, I had three already. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> I really wanted chocolate-covered strawberries for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And I learned years ago, if I really want something, I need to provide it for myself. <laughs> And all of us women know that. And have no emotions about that. That's right. And I showed my husband. I said, look what I made for you. You know, yeah. And he went, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever. Aww. It is Valentine's Day as we record. Mm-hmm. And Catherine and I have overcome some challenges here to bring this. You are hearing our voices after a lot of blood, sweat, and tears because that's right. our new microphones that we're speaking to you on, they're working great. It's just that we had some. Like, hiccup. I don't know what happened. Yeah, when we tried to record this episode, was it last week? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, Couldn't get it. It was, yeah. Just, we don't even know how to explain it to you listeners. It wouldn't help them anyway. No, but just believe us. (laughs) They don't It's been problematic. And Muffin did something and... He, you know what he did? we had to do with something, something just now, too. We did. You know what he does usually when he doesn't know? He just unplugs everything, shuts everything off. He blows on it. Like, you know. I know. We did that, though. We did, but it didn't work for us. <laughs> anyway, all that to say, it is 1040 a.m. on Wednesday, mm-hmm. February 14th, and this episode is going to go live at noon. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, today, I mean, I did the day. I thought about that earlier today, and then... As we're sitting here, woo, yeah. Out. Well, it's going to be nice and Yikes. fresh for you. Oh my gosh. It's going to be Un-edited. fresh, edited, unedited. That's right. Ooh. We're going to get no, this. Oh, I'm even more. Don't get worried. Like, <laughs> Friends, this is episode number 161, and we're talking about boundaries. If you missed part one, which we already recorded, mm-hmm. that was last week's episode. Did we also call that? Did we call that 160? We. I was just going to tell you. I pretty. I'm pretty sure that one was 161. But, okay, so, so then this, this one would be, be 162. 162. And neither one of us fully remember what we said on the first one, but we've had, you and I both have had a lot of stuff. Life stuff. Yeah, yeah. going on. Um, pretty heavy. Yes. You know? Yes. So uh, forgive us if we sound disjointed or if this episode doesn't match with, <laughs> with what we said we were going to say. Yeah, but, but yeah, but I will say yeah, this but. about that. What? I believe that we we obviously believe that God is sovereign. He's a yeah. sovereign God and he has like a providence, you know, a providential will. And I believe that this boundaries is, uh, episode is exactly what the doctor ordered in terms of what you need, what oh I gosh. need, what our listeners need. You know, it just occurred to me. It's what? the devil that has messed this all up. With the tech? With it's With a, everything, it's yeah. the tech devil. Well, our schedules, <laughs> yeah. our heaviness, because the boundaries is a it's a it's a godly guideline it that is. we're talking about. It is, and it's a good thing. It's a very good thing, yeah. and and we we've prayed over it, friends. So the devil does not have a hold on us. No, we are not victims. We are victors. Mm-hmm. We are we are victorious in Christ. That's right. Amen. All right, so I'm going to give you the outline of this topic just in case, you know, I'm forgetting what we said last time. <laughs> we we had basically a few takeaways. One, we were going to go through some excerpts from the book Boundaries by Townsend and Cloud. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. Basically, go get the book, read the book. 
you yeah. know, but we're going to give you excerpts from it, which is what we did in the last episode. So go back and listen to that. Mm-hmm. By the way, before I get to this point too, I do want to say thank you to all of our oh, sponsors. sponsors. Thank you so much, sponsors. We do have sponsors for this podcast. Yeah. And they are people. They are <laughs> our listeners. Yeah. Most of them are our personal friends. Friends, yes. And we're so grateful for that. Yeah. And family. We have mm-hmm. friends, family, and fans. We actually have one person now who we don't know from, you know, yeah. our friend list or our family list who is sponsoring our podcast. It's $5 a month. What you get in exchange for that is our gratitude. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> For now. Thank you. We're going to try to add stuff later. Yeah. Yeah. But for $5 a month, you get at least 45 minutes a week. That's about what we do. 45 minutes to an hour, Mm -hmm. whatever, a week of a a podcast. Mm -hmm. And we're just trying to get the cost covered, the microphones covered, the platform covered, whatever, and, and, and keep it rolling. Right. We would love to add some tech person to come in here That'd be and great. help us. Seems like a long way away, but that's okay. We're I here. think we're supposed to, you know, keep figure going. things out. Yeah, right. we're supposed to keep going. All right. So we thank you for the sponsors that we have uh, at $5 a month. And also there are some people that don't want to sponsor monthly, but they just want to drop us a, a one-time gift. We accept all gifts. Yeah. Love <laughs> so that too. Thank you to that. We call them our humor contributors. contributors. So we appreciate that. If you would like to become one, if you would like to cross over from humor consumer to humor contributor, you are welcome to do so. Just go to Patreon and put in Life Happens Laugh Anyway. You'll find us or go to my website and you'll see the link. It's tracydegraff.com or you can go to comedy that saves.com all right all right that's good housekeeping housekeeping yes very good at it yes and and for the first like year and a half or two years it was just our husbands that were sponsoring the podcast (laughs) so we would thank them but now we forget all about them whatever (laughs) anyway uh second point was biblical view of boundaries we talked a little bit about that what are boundaries and then we i think this is about where we left off from part one the myths about boundaries. There yeah. are myths. Right. So we're going to go over that today. And then we're going to talk about developing healthy boundaries. And there are there's a three-step process that we found helpful. So we're going to talk about that. And then finally, some encouragement through the word of God and just from us, from just encouragement from your old gal pals here. Mm. All right. So myths, or did you have anything that you wanted to touch on in regards to like Personally, what you've learned so far by studying this for this episode or anything about boundaries in general? Yeah, good question. I think the number one thing that I've learned is that I need to strengthen that boundary muscle. Um, I do struggle quite a bit with it. And so um, that is my biggest takeaway is that I know that it's healthy. I know it's needed and necessary. I know it's good for not only me, but um, for those around me too. And that I need to strengthen that muscle. I like I like you putting it into that um, met, like a metaphor, like like it's a muscle mm-hmm. that needs to be strengthened. Mm-hmm. So you can start out feeling like you're weak at it or mm-hmm. you're bad at it, but guess what? You can get better. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think the biggest thing that I've learned about boundaries so far is that I'm not responsible for somebody else's reaction to my boundary. Right. And I can't boundary somebody into a behavior, but I can still set boundaries and I can be okay with that. Mm -hmm. And it's not their fault if they can't or won't accept the boundary. That is such a good perspective. It is. To to recognize that if they can't respect the boundary, it's not their fault. Right. Because we want to say that it's their fault. We want to say, well, if I can 
uh, control myself. Why can't you? And things like that. But yeah, that's a good thing. They I think can't. The, the biggest thing, the biggest shift that I've had in terms of boundaries is that I bear the burden of setting and holding the boundary. And it's for my self-preservation. I like the way Townsend and Cloud put it. It's not selfish. It's stewardship. Yeah. So a lot of us have, then that's one of the myths, you know, that we talked about. In fact, we'll just go right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, the first myth uh, on the sheet here says, if I set a boundary, I'm being selfish. Okay. Let's talk about that, Let's Catherine. talk about that. That is, I... And it's funny that it's the number one. I don't yeah. know if it's in the order of what's most um, out there in terms of what people struggle with the most, but I can say that that is something I struggle with. Yeah. Trying to d- d- to um, decipher and discern whether or not it's being selfish or if it's being, as you said, that um, these two doctors say, it's good stewardship. Right. So um, what it says here, just something I underlined in the book It says appropriate boundaries actually increase our ability to care about others. So obviously that's supporting the fact that it's not selfish. And um, in this book, which we recommend you get it, especially if you're struggling with boundaries, is it'll outline for you the distinction between selfishness and stewardship. Uh, It's been a while since I've looked at this book since we first started yeah doing this podcast so I won't try to even find I underline some stuff but um I would just say that one of the things I underline here we say no to people and activities that are hurtful to us um, when we do that we're we're protecting God's investment yeah and so that's the biggest takeaway from that particular uh myth Yeah. And I think it's really valuing what God values, because obviously we know that God values us, you Mm -hmm. know, and that he loves us. Right. Mm -hmm. Here on Valentine's Day, we're talking about Mm -hmm. God and about love. That's a no brainer. But when you look at a boundary being something that is preservative, Mm -hmm. you know, to preserve a person, to keep them whole, to keep them healthy, to keep them well, that's a value. It is. And it's kind of like a shop owner and his manager. Yeah. You know, the manager is taking good stewardship and, you know, staying within yeah. the, the boundaries of a manager and, and things like that. It just, it's, it's just, it's order. Yeah. And we're limited. And I don't think anybody listening to, to my words is um, going to deny that. Nobody's going to say, oh, I have unlimited energy. I have unlimited uh effort that I can give. I have unlimited time. I have unlimited money. No. Guess what? We're limited with our time, our energy, our money. You're so right. And I look at a boundary, if you want to use another metaphor, if someone is drowning, right? Mm -hmm. If someone is drowning, you don't um, throw an anchor at them, (laughs) you know, and give them more to do, more to absorb. What do you give them? You give them a life Life preserver. preserver. And so I view the life preserver as the boundary, mm-hmm. you know, because if if we throw throw up our hands and say, I can do it all, I can handle it, I don't need help, I don't need anybody else, mm-hmm. you know, there may be some pride woven in there, like not wanting to accept our limits. Yeah. Right? Right. But if you just keep piling on and piling on more work, more tasks, more responsibility, 
you're gonna drown yeah and the the life preserver is the boundary that's so true yeah. I, and, and that's that made me think about our needs and our responsibilities you know we have them and we need to be good stewards of them yeah. and it's it's not selfish to turn away things that are beyond our like sphere of of needs and responsibilities it's not saying you can't help and you can't do you know things within your limits but recognize your own right um, i'm just kind of repeating ourselves i remember from years ago hearing somebody say say no to the good so that you can say yes to the best oh it was just really in terms of um saying yes to too many things and then being too outstretched you know mm-hmm. there's another great book that i read many years ago called margin oh yeah and margin i forget who the authors are of that book or it might just be one author but what i what i took away from that this has probably been 25 years ago now but what i took away from that book is that if you look at a page and there's no margin there's no white space you mm. you, you cannot your brain cannot take it yeah it's chaos Yes, that's so true. And so in a way, it was kind of like the boundary thing of just putting some limits on, you know, to give yourself uh, permission to have white space on the page. The brain needs it. Yeah, like like if you even think about the limit of sleep, right? We we can't stay up 24 hours a day. Right. For extended periods of time. Our body will shut down. Gosh, absolutely. And so we need sleep. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, people can't just continue to say yes to things. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll, I'll add this to my plate and forfeit sleep. You know? Yeah, right. It's another thing. Even though sometimes it's hard to just say no because you think you can do it. Right. You know? Well, that's like why we're talking about it. more than you could chew literally is a thing. Yeah, and that is exactly why we're talking about it because mm-hmm. discussion, this is all truth. We're not denying the truth. Mm-hmm. And now the, the trick is when you have to apply it to your everyday <laughs> life, right? Right. Another myth that we pulled from the book about boundaries is that if I set boundaries, I am going to be hurt by others. This is a myth. Well, it's absolutely true that someone could respond. They could be angry. That's absolutely true because we can't control how they are going to react. True. And the result is, yeah, you you, you might be hurt. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't set that boundary. So that's another thing, too, that I struggle. We all struggle with that. We don't want to be hurt by others. No kidding. But what if you set the boundary and you have in your mind while you're setting the boundary, I am, I'm not going to hold that other person responsible for whether or not they can or will respect this boundary because it's not their fault. Mm. What if you do I, that? I think that if you look at it like that, really stick to it, it could be helpful. It could. I mean, relationships are messy, as we know. Mm-hmm. And when all of a sudden somebody throws up a boundary where they haven't in the past, mm-hmm. it, it can create some friction, some rub, you know. Absolutely. But if we if we do the best to control our own emotions to it, not by saying, well, I, I deserve to have this boundary or I've been putting up with your boundarylessness you know Mm -hmm. for blah 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 years um i think if it's just a self-preservation and it's you know you're clear on why you really want to have this boundary or you need the boundary and you communicate it with clarity then you can have the emotions can be in the background you know they don't have to be in the forefront you don't have to have a screaming match or anything like that yeah 
Okay, third myth that we pulled out, because there's many of them, but we just pulled out three for the sake of time. If I set a boundary, I will hurt others. What do you think about that one? Uh, I don't know what to think about that right now. Um, yeah, absolutely. What, what am I saying? Of course I, I think about that. Um, that's, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I yeah. hope we can edit that out. Um, because the last thing we want to do is hurt others. And so, yes, sometimes setting a boundary, sticking to it, um, does feel like we're hurting the other person, whether it's because, um, you know, it's that they're not used to it or it's, um, they feel rejected or whatever the case might be. Um, or they, I guess we just, they might have a real need that goes unmet because we've set a boundary, right? Yeah. Like, let's just use, for example, in, in church life, we do a whole lot of um, meal plans, you know, like mm-hmm. meal trains and stuff. Mm-hmm. And do you hear that? I do. You think that's something we should be concerned no. about? No. Okay. All of a sudden, friends, I heard a little buzzing sound. Yeah. I don't know what it's it is. It's something like vibrating, but it's not to do with this, I don't think. I think it's something. In my house? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Okay. Sorry. And a little um, distraction. <laughs> We're there. just a little paranoid. We, we are. Get away. Get away from me, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> back off again (laughs) anyway i'm talking about like somebody has a need it's a felt need it's an actual need they need meals because they're sick or something's Mm -hmm. happening well if you're already up to your neck in your own stuff can't do it you know like for years i never brought meals because i was in my head i was like i cannot keep up with my own meals for my seven people in my family Mm -hmm. i can't do it yeah now now I, i volunteer quite a bit because it's only me and Ron Mm -hmm. and Adam sometimes, you know? Yeah. But when I was so behind, I was like, I can't help you with your thing. I got my own thing going. Yeah. I recently had to, um, say no, well, not even say no, just not respond to, um, a meal need. And I, I want to, and I think to myself, I have to make meals anyway. Why can't I do this extra, you know? But it's a little bit different because, you know, you're delivering it and then you want to make sure, it's just right or whatever yeah. with my own family i could just say hey this is all you're getting today you know well plus twice as much of whatever yeah. is twice the work true you know, twice twice the money twice the work twice the effort true. and you have to deliver it and all that but but you know one of the things that's unique is that about the family of god and a faith family is if you're not available to meet that need in the moment mm-hmm. it gives somebody else the opportunity to bring that's that true. blessing that's true. So if you hog yeah. all the spaces <laughs> on the meal train, you know, nobody else gets a chance. Yeah, that's so true. All right. So we've covered the myths. Let's go into developing healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Let's do that. I, I want to say one more thing, though. Sure. Um, one of another one of the myths, and I think it's a big one. We, we don't have to cover it, but it's just another thing I want to point out so that you get the book. Uh, boundaries mean that I'm angry. And that's something oh. to... That I feel can be misinterpreted that when you, you know, especially if you come across that way because you've had it and you set a boundary yeah. when you're angry, I can see where that would be perceived as that. But um, but anyway, of course, they're saying that it's not an indication that you're angry, but you're worried that the other person is going to think that you are. So it's, it's then they talk about dealing with that struggle. 
Yeah. I really think that the lessons that we have learned from researching this episode and hopefully what we're bringing to our audience, there's a lot to learn on boundaries. And most of it is to learn ourselves about ourselves. Yeah. You know, because really when we set a boundary, it's really a strength. Like you you said, you got to strengthen that boundary muscle. Mm -hmm. And when we do find the strength to say, it's also humbling, as we already said. Mm-hmm. I'm humbled by the fact that I can't do it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm strong enough to recognize that I can't do it all. And I'm also strong enough to say, I'm okay not doing it all. And this yeah. is my boundary. You know what? Ju- it just struck me. Boundaries kind of, you can equate it with truth. And truth is sometimes hard. It is. It's hard to swallow. But when you have boundaries or you're setting boundaries or the reason behind your boundaries you're really revealing truth yeah truth about the situation or circumstance or or whatever and the truth hurts sometimes sometimes it does and there are consequences to denying truth so don't be surprised if by no. not by not um, accepting that you have limits and putting boundaries on your life you have some consequences mm-hmm. to your health yeah Okay, um, let's go through these steps. I oh. found this. Are, are you done with that portion? I'm so glad that we're done because flipping through this book is hard. Okay, so Yay, put, put that to the side yeah. now. We found um, an article online that talked about different steps because okay. we wanted something practical. Yeah. You know, like steps to if you're new to setting boundaries or whatever. Well, step one was to be as clear and straightforward as possible. As possible. Yeah. I like that that's added on. Well, one thing is you have to be clear about what you want your boundary to be. That's true. What is your truth? Yeah. And what what is the real need here that mm-hmm. you, you, and you might even have to have your why set in your own mind. Like, mm-hmm. why do I need this to be my boundary? Also, too, you, I think you'd have to discern what is um, the difference here between selfish and, and good stewardship right. of your situation? Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then this is also part of step one is so to be cl- as clear as possible and to be straightforward. So don't beat around the bush mm. and don't give a lot of this is, yeah, th- you know, this excuses. is why, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You can have that set in your head. Put it in your you know back pocket. But ready. just be straightforward that this is my boundary. Yeah. So be clear and straightforward and do not raise your voice. So oh, very important. Leave the emotions out of it. Yes. That's so important. All right. Step two, state your need or request directly in terms of what you'd like rather than what you don't want or mm-hmm. like. So go so, positive with it mm-hmm. rather than negative. Right. Lead with positivity. Mm-hmm. I'd say that for almost anything. Yeah, it, but it is a little bit of a trick because you don't want to put it out there like like you're a victim, you know? No. You, I don't yeah. think. Right. I don't think that's a good place to be. Right. Uh, so rather than saying, I want this boundary because I'm overwhelmed, because I am, you know, this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. Mm-hmm. More so, I want to be a healthy, I want to have this healthy space in our relationship. I want to be fully present, you know, in this circumstance or yeah. whatever. I don't think it's ever good to constantly or always be like, I, 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 Yeah. you know, I, I try not to do that. You know, I try to say, you have done this and I, guess, and I appreciate that. 
I guess you would also, by going positive with it, think about the healthy aspects that the boundary will give you rather than what the lack of boundary will pain you with, you know? Mm -hmm. So think about your life in terms of if you need a boundary with this relationship and what are the healthy aspects of that? Mm-hmm. We're going to be more more connected in a healthy way. I'm going to be more rested because I'm able to be more present for you. We're going to be both able to whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, we all have relationships. We have friendships like ours. We have marriages. We have uh, adult children that we have relationships with. We have um, neighbors. We have coworkers. All the stuff. Mm-hmm. We need boundaries. <laughs> okay. Uh, where was I at? Here I am. Step three. Okay. Accept any discomfort that arises as a result, whether it's guilt, shame, or remorse. Accept. Mm. accept it yeah that's hard it is yeah that's hard because sometimes there's um guilt associated you know and and even though you're clear you you know the truth you know that you need the boundary somehow guilt kind of can you know muddy things up yeah and um except yeah that's hard well remember that we're not god yeah we're not limitless right mm-hmm. um we're limited yeah and because we're not god and and god created us and he gave us limits mm. you know mm-hmm. he's unlimited he doesn't ever have to take a nap mm-hmm. he doesn't right he doesn't have to stop to eat you know he mm-hmm. doesn't forget things mm-hmm. He he's just perfect yeah and we're not and because yeah. of that we have to have some boundaries some limits yeah all right that's true okay um those are the three steps. those are the three steps so be wow. clear and straightforward state your need or request in the positive and accept any discomfort that comes as a result well awesome how about that uh, great okay do we have any um uh, like our last episode we had some boundary um faux pas that we messed up with our eating oh gosh that was Did so we have funny funny like that this time by the way if you haven't listened to part one just listen to it for that because yeah. Catherine and i both made a <laughs> confession at the very end of the podcast mm-hmm. about blowing our food boundaries yeah it was so funny it was funny i think we needed that comic relief you to think? be honest yeah i do we did okay um i don't know any full pause well what I do you know. think on- i don't know if i blew it completely with any boundary you know i think that it's hard for me what no go ahead well are you gonna forget what you're gonna say (laughs) you go i might (laughs) you go first you go first go ahead i was thinking i actually didn't blow i was worried i was gonna blow i had two amaretta stone sours the other day and i was like man i could really have another and i thought no my boundary is two (laughs) Two (laughs) good for you with ice so, well, they almost wanted... look like a Shirley Temple. Oh, you put that little cherry in there. So delicious. And an orange slice. Yeah. Make it pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't even so taste here's the, the liquor in it. I almost blew my boundary, but I didn't. Good for you. Yes. Good for I'm you. Good. I'm proud of myself. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll give a little like nonchalant um, example. Mm-hmm. I have a timer on my, or a, an alert on my phone that goes off at 9 30 at night every night that Ooh. says 
bedtime. And it and it says like a little. A I li- didn't know that. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because it gives me like a little lullaby. <laughs> I know you are such a baby. I am fifty are- years old. <laughs> many ways it, it sings to me like that dun, dun, dun. i can't even do it what does ron do nothing he doesn't even pay attention to it but it's oh i'm crying I my know. my eyes are watering because i'm crying here's the thing i know that i do better if I have a full eight hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. It takes me a while to fall asleep, but once I'm asleep, I stay asleep until the morning, mm-hmm. okay, which is great because yeah. a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. A lot of people, they just yeah. wake up in the middle of the night and it drives them crazy. Nobody likes a bragger, Tracy. Sorry. Quit it. Well, you should get this little app <laughs> that lullabies you. Yeah. Anyway, this thing goes off at 9.30 and it gives me the little lullaby. Oh, my God. And the other I'm night, I'm gonna text you at nine thirty. <laughs> did I hear the lullaby? <laughs> the other night, I was tempted to stay awake. Mm-hmm. You know, just just I was thinking about a lot of things, and I was like, I should just ignore my lullaby and just stay awake. You know, but I needed the sleep, so I just put everything away, <laughs> went to bed. Good, that's great. It's, it's bedtime. Here's your boundary. <laughs> <laughs> Going to bed now. So funny. Oh. <laughs> you baby Tracy. <laughs> Sorry. Hilarious. Hey, you should take my advice, friends. Get yourself a little lullaby alarm. 9.30 at night, it goes off. My body just tells me. Like, I'm just, I'm so spent. But, you know, I take that restless leg medicine, and that does make me a little bit more tired. I wasn't planning on talking about that, (laughs) but there it was. Awesome. Okay. Uh, We have a little bit of encouragement here. Do you have anything else to add? No. Okay. We have some encouragement from Proverbs 4.23. It says this, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Mm-hmm. You know, our, and our hearts are fragile. Mm-hmm. And we do need to guard. We need to be careful about what goes in mm-hmm. and, yeah. and what comes out of it. Right. You know. And our call to action from today's episode is please get the book. Yeah. It's available it's so online. Good. You can There's get it so at the much. library. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Please get the book. I mean, if you're like us. You know, I'm 58, Catherine's 55. We've been there, done that. Through We've both been with our husbands for more than 30 years. You know, we've been there, done that. Yeah. And just we'll <clears throat> repeat, the name of the book is Boundaries. It's by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Um, and there's so much we did not cover. Yeah. Because, you know. You're right. You can't. could spend a lifetime on it. Those yeah. guys did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They All have right. another one about pruning, like when it's necessary to start you know pruning relationships or pruning whatever so you can grow yeah yeah well this was fun yes thank you uh Mm -hmm. for listening and uh you've been listening to the life happens laugh anyway podcast i'm still comedian tracy degraff i'm still Catherine. we'll see you next time goodbye